Burnout Media about to go to streetcar takeover to take over all of the streetcars. <laughs> Burnout Media single-handedly one of the greatest podcast platforms to sweep the nation. It's a, it's episode one, but it's already like gone viral. Groundbreaking experience. The Kardashians aren't even on the level that we're on right now. Who are they? Yeah, who are they? <laughs> All I heard is they got big butts. We got dualies. How about that? We got so many trucks sitting on dual wheels that you think this is the farmer's market. We're going to talk about motorsports. We're going to get off topic. <laughs> Probably more than on topic. <laughs> but it's going to be funny. We're going to talk about action. We're going to talk about upcoming events. We're going to talk about past events. A lot about past events. And we're going to talk about more or less motorsports drama because God knows that happens. <laughs> There's plenty of that. We all know that. There's if you want to get involved in drama, get into motorsports. <laughs> I have never seen so many crybabies in my life. So I, I host events. And when I started this, I was like, oh, this could be fun. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> Well, when I first started getting involved with motorsports, I realized that you can see adolescent 40-plus-year-olds act like a bunch of teenage girls at a 16-year-old's birthday party when it comes to a You would think a it's a King Sierra. Oh, driver's meetings are the best. Driver's meetings are the best because it'll be somebody whose truck is 100% legal, but everybody knows they've got the advantage, so they want to nitpick to the valve stem cap on why that truck's illegal because they're they know that they're gonna beat them instead of being like, hey, his truck's faster than mine. Yeah, actually, you know, see, you pulled that here on a, a thirty-six foot trailer, and I just don't think that should be legal. You should be DQ'd before you can come off the trailer because that is just not okay. Well, he when he came in here, he used ratchet straps instead of chains, and that's a that's immediate disqualification. One of my favorite examples of grown men being crybabies is in mud racing with Chris Herring. He had a truck called the Mopar Mistress. And it was a old school, like 30s, late 30s model Dodge with a big Hemi in it. And if anybody has ever built a truck to fit a rule book, it was him and nobody could beat him. And now, are you talking about like a rule book or like sled pulling rule book? It wasn't a sled pulling rule book. It was a Lee County rule book. It wasn't okay, small, okay, but it wasn't okay. big basics, either. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. They also, like, if people that know Lee County's rule book, there were actually rules against like turbine engines. So when I started Carolina Grudge, I had one rule. No rules. No I mean, crybabies no, either. There's plenty of crybabies, but I try to take a rule book this big and make it like this. Condense so it. honestly, there's only four rules. Well, I mean, there's, yeah, three or four rules, major rules. Other than that, who cares? Oh, guess what? <laughs> you still got complainers. You can make a, you can create any type of motorsport and have the simplest of rules, and people mm -hmm. will try to create rules because they'll lose. And mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't appreciate winners and losers. I appreciate all. He of is losers. saying that. But because without <laughs> losers, you just have one person showing up to an event. But. <laughs> what? You'd have one winner. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the worst illustration I've ever heard. Okay. Well, what I'm getting at is when people lose, instead of losing like a grown man and saying like, hey, his truck was faster than mine or his truck hooked up better than mine, they want to have a reason on why they oh, lost. Oh, of course. There instead of just saying, he built a better truck than me. I recently got into sled pulling. Who told you about sled pullers? About how petite they are with rules? Oh, a ton of people. Yeah. I've had like 12 different people. You were one of them. Yep. Um, which so far, it's been fine. I have not had any problems. They've been super great. I'm so not even allowed to pull my truck in most classes because it has an unfair transfer case. 
And with my opinion, if you have enough time to do, because there are cubic inch limits in right. sled pulling classes. If you have enough time to check cubic inches on a motor, which takes well more than 30 minutes, you have time to check transfer case gear ratios, but that's just me. Well, you know, that's just how it is. They're going to find an excuse. And I've had people come up with me excuses when the truck that they're making excuses about isn't even going to win. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be mean, but that truck's or car's not even a competitor, and you're sitting here complaining about it. One thing that I loved when I first started getting involved with mud racing was there was a group of guys, they had a Dodge Ram Charger. Everyone knew they were cheating. Everybody knew they had more nitrous on that thing than a local dentist office. <laughs> but they never won. So nobody said anything. Nobody was ever like, he's over here spraying nitrous. Oh, yeah. He's got nitrous. We're like, you can do whatever you want, but the second you win or yep. rank top three, it's like, boop, 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 boop. Yep. But there are some people who won't even be competing. They won't yeah. even be in the top three, but they're over here crying. Oh, my God. I was, I was. This is before I was competing or running things, and I was in an event one time, and I was up on the pad. It was a back-to-back -back event, and this fan came out of the crowds and just started running his mouth about my truck's better than this, my truck, but, and I'm like, who are you? Like, Thank no you. offense to fans, that's not what we're saying at all, but like, you just don't need to come over and start acting crazy. Oh, I agree. We were at the Rowan County Fairgrounds, and it was a Trucks Gone Wild event, and I think it was like the Fall Fin Feather and Fur Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like five years ago. Yeah, long time ago. Every bit of it, maybe six. My truck's over here, got a homemade front drive shaft wobbling like somebody with cerebral palsy it's leaking oil like a shell rotella oil spill in the gulf <laughs> but it's fine i know it's fine at the time it was a reliable truck you could beat on it all you wanted it never truck broke. rice would have roasted so you know what's crazier than an outraged motorsports contestant after they've clearly lost honorably absolutely nothing finding out you're dating an escort so okay it's been a few years back. I'm listening. I was dating this girl, and uh, me and my buddy, we were both going on double dates all the time. And I noticed this girl always loved to pick up the tab for everything. So I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> Sounds I'm like not, heaven, sugar I'm mama. I'm not going to okay. complain, you know. And so I'm starting to slowly starting to pick up I red flags. I would have been looking for rings. I like, we, we could be at a bar, restaurant, didn't matter. I'd, I'd offer to pay. I'd try to do the chivalrous thing and right, you know, right, pay right. for dinner. But she'd be like, no, 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 let me get it. So I'm thinking, parents must be loaded. Okay. Not Let me make them in laws. She had, she had a nice car, always paid for everything. But she went out of town all the time on like family emergencies, stuff like that. So okay. I'd be like, hey, let's hang out this weekend. But I can't. Got to go to New Orleans. Got a family emergency. I'm like, okay. she got family all over the place. Then uh, next weekend, hey, I want to hang out this weekend. She's like, I can't Friday, but I can Saturday. I got to go to New York. And she's sending me snaps from like Times Square. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm sorry your grandma died, but it looks like you're having a good time in Times Square. <laughs> and uh, the red flags oh, are slowly starting to, to add up. And eventually, a friend of mine finds out. I actually would like to know how he found out. But uh, he's like, hey, dude, you're, you're dating an escort. And I'm like, what do you mean an escort? And this, this girl, she's in college. And she stayed. Like, like worse than OnlyFans? Like, well, not knocking OnlyFans, by the way. Technically, Plus, do your thing. technically, escorts, they only go on dates with these people. But I don't know about okay. you, but I'm not paying for somebody to go to New Orleans for dinner and a movie. I feel like an escort service may be a good one to get into. Well, Free I mean, vacations and get paid and free food. I mean, she was paying drinks. for more than books, let me tell you that. 
Okay, got it. But uh, so at first I was outraged. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. These are, this is not a normal girl. You know, normal girls don't just become escorts in college. But I guess, you know, she's trying to pay for school, but she was, she just had a little bit left over. And, but then I got to thinking, well, I'm not having to pay for anything. If, if anything, I'm, this is a paid vacation. No kidding. People were paying her to go out with them while you're getting paid to go out with her. Exactly. I was wow. trying to. You're on top. Yeah, I was trying to reap the benefits. Right, of this. right, right. Work that system. And so everything was going good. And this is where motorsports got in the way of my personal endeavors. Bless your heart. I know. You okay? So there was a race at Big Lick, dirt drags. <laughs> Killed it. Won it. Gas versus diesel, dirt drags. Is that when you and Daniel went heads up? Yep. Okay, yep. I Two big block Chevrolet trucks took home the gas versus diesel shootout. First yes, I remember that. Oh, so, this was a long time ago. So we get back. This was that girl's birthday. Okay. Her birthday was that weekend. Right. And so we get back to Raleigh. I, she wanted me to go to her party like any girl would, but I had to go racing. Okay. And I mean, anybody that's involved in motorsports knows it. Birthday, race, race. Every this time. is why you're single. Could be. It's it's a it's kind of a conspiracy why you're theory. Single. It's a conspiracy theory. I don't no, it's not. We just figured it out. There's uh, no conspiracy. Nah, nah. nah okay. No yeah. Mm -hmm. All my motors, all my motorsports friends, back me up on this. We go to the race, but we were still intending on going to the birthday party. So we get back to Raleigh, get to the birthday birthday party. I'm on top of the world. Just one gas versus diesel. You went after out. Big Lick. Yeah. Holy crap! That it, was was late. Late. it was like twelve o'clock when we got back. Maybe Jeez. like twelve thirty. I'm an, I'm old. I'm nine o'clock. I'm going to bed. Well, I know she was having a big party at her house, and I was like, of all the people there, there's no way she's going to notice me not being there. Oh yeah, because there's going to be a ton of people. Definitely. There. And so we get to Raleigh. I'm on top of the world. Wish I had a trophy to show her. And be like, hey, got first place gas versus diesel shootout. So I walk through the front door. She sees me. All outraged. I'm she not, wasn't happy to see you. No, not at all. I was. I just wanted, maybe she had another guy there, and you messed that up. Well, she knew I was coming. She just didn't know when. She was just expecting me at an earlier time. You didn't tell her, hey, I'm going to be three hours away? No, because thing. if you tell a girl that you're going to a race rather than her birthday party, they're going to be mad. Oh, so, I think you should have. All right. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Again, Mark Holt's single. Go ahead. Well, anyway, she'll be fine. She's fine now. Anyway, I get through the front door. Just won the gas versus these shootout. I'm on top of the world. I'm expecting a warm welcome. No. All outrage. I'm talking Jerry Springer rage. I'm talking... Throwing projectiles at me, Rage. I what did she throw at you? A half full Michelob Ultra. <laughs> I come through the front door at her own wall, nonetheless. Shut up. I walk through the front door. She's like, "Where have you been?" I'm talking like, like in the movies when like everything around them turns to stop. It's like a funnel, funnel yeah, vision, you can like see bright like, light. Yeah, you can see like funnel in her retinas. I mean, not funnel, uh, fire in her retinas. And uh, she's like, "Where have you been?" And I'm like, "What the hell?" All of a sudden, beer bottle straight. Goes past my head, hits her wall. I was like, it's time to go. Haven't talked to her since. And that, fellas, is how you handle crazy women. Oh, my God. That level of crazy. There's there's numerous levels. Oh, there's, a, there's a hot I'm to not, crazy chart. You can look it up on YouTube. I'm not that crazy. Not that crazy. I can, I can be mean. Mean. But I'm not going to throw a beer bottle at someone that walks in. About like a wine bottle. Girls get crazy on no, my wine. I've thrown wine bottles before. A wine bottle will not. No, work. I'm telling you, wine makes me crazy. Like you know, most people's liquor, like liquor, makes them go insane. Mm -hmm. I can drink liquor all day. I'm fine. Give me one glass of wine, two glasses of wine. I'm like, Kara turns into Karen so quick. You're a like, Karen. My my ultra e my Karen? ultra ego Karen. She's like, I'm here. Let's party. Oh, okay. Kara so goes to sleep. Kara's gone. 
So Karen is here to party. Karen, Karen is not here to party. Karen is ready to start fights and ruin people's lives. Karen is ready to get on another episode of Jerry Springer. Karen would be the host of Jerry Springer. Okay. She would honestly maybe shut Jerry Springer down. New show, Karen Springer. <laughs> ready to go. That's it, that's it, that's it. But yeah, so there's my uh, crazy. That I think I hit the peak of the hot, the crazy matrix at that level on that night. Jesus. Cole was on um, Shark Night America. He was a winner even though he did not complete the course. Um, <laughs> what my fault was not my fault. It was his truck's fault. It was Warren Winch's fault. Dang you, Warren Winch's. I'm listening. So so tell me what what how was the experience? So we'll start in the in the beginning. Uh so the reason I could not finish the course was when we were getting ready. I mean, I kind of went into it a little bit ignorant, a little bit overconfident. I was like, I don't need no winch. I mean, I got like 800 horsepower. I'm on 44s. And my, the, my, more or less my agent for the show to get me on the show was like, put a winch on your truck. I don't care if you need it or don't, but you're going to, it's better to have it. So I was like, whatever. So, did, it, did, did it make you feel good? Like be like a Jeep? You were like, oh, is this how? Uh, no, I, I, I look at a winch as like bringing a, a gun to a karate fight. I was like, I've already got a good truck. I don't need anything else, but we, we actually needed a winch. You're a little bit too, too arrogant. A little bit. Okay. And uh, I was a little confident with that truck because it never broke. It was it had the right horsepower to strength ratio. But uh, now we break every day. And, uh, but we put a super winch on it. It's like a 9,500-pound super winch, whatever Northern Tool had. Put it on there. Cute it bitch. worked. Everything Worked flawlessly. We tested it. We went to the truck up to a tree. It was great. Went for now, it. did they give you this, or did you put this on? No, I bought this. Okay. This was on the truck before we went. Got down. it, got it, got it. And uh, whenever we went to the shop that was like 30 minutes, we they there was nothing to do to my truck. All we had to do was keep putting fuel on it. So they wanted to, you know, they wanted to make so, material. So, like, in the show, if you watch it, it's like you have so many minutes to get this done before the next course. Was it really that? Strenuous or was it more it, laid back? It was, it was actually somewhat accurate. Like when we when they said we had an hour, we pretty much did have an hour because you only have so many hours in a day, and we start filming at six. But it takes a lot of time to set equipment up and everything oh, yeah, like that. Yeah. And so we really did have an hour. But I feel personally, if there was something that took an hour thirty, maybe two hours, they would get it done because they still want the truck to compete. They're not going to mm. be like, hey, your time's up, your truck's not ready, you're done. And uh, so they they would they really won't. So it's not like truck pulling. No, no. Okay, got no. it, got it. And uh, which I will say, side note on on truck pulling and mud racing, any motorsport altogether, the spectators don't want to sit in stands all day. No. They don't want to sit there and wait on trucks. And drivers, you may not know who you are. You just may subconsciously do this, but there'll be drivers that wait a minute, two minutes, five minutes from when one truck runs to another one staging up. And you need to watch these mega truck guys. The mega truck, mega truck guys are on it like dog on it. As soon as one truck is sitting on the starting line, he hasn't even run yet. Another one's cranked up, ready to go. Because the spectators don't want to sit around and wait for you all day. So, side note, but one thing when when we did our truck pull a few weekends ago, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, I actually had to disqualify two people because mm -hmm. 
my rule is you have 30 seconds to get on the pad mm-hmm. once your name's called. Mm-hmm. Now, now I say 30 seconds, that sounds like, wow, Kara, that's really tight. But, but you're driving a vehicle. But you're supposed to be already, like, ready on the pad. Stage. You're yeah, supposed to be. You're supposed, yeah, you're supposed to have gone across the scales in your truck with it running. Yeah. So, you have 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of them I looked up, and I'm like, not only have they not gone across the scales, I didn't know where they're at. Yep. And, and you don't want to be a mean person, but you also need to handle it You think I'm mean at truck pulls? No, I think you handle it professionally. So on truck night, they do have a window of time. You're on on camera. You have an hour to fix your truck. But if there was something that really was crucial, because they want to see your truck perform. Right. They don't want to well, see you just it. went hours there. Exactly. And uh, that, they didn't get all that camera crew set up just to see one truck run. But anyway, there was nothing to do to my truck back to the winch. There was nothing to do to mine. All you had to do was just keep the fuel in it. And so the people from Warren came forward and they're like, hey, we want to put our winch on your truck because you have the super winch. They wanted to put a Warren winch and they were willing to put a bigger one on there. So I'm like, I don't know what it's going to take to pull this truck out. So bigger is better, right? And I wasn't, we initially started putting the winch on, but then we had to go do interviews. There's so much footage that gets processed in that show that doesn't get used. Uh, Me and uh, my host did an interview we did a whole. We actually did a whole tutorial on transfer cases and winches and everything that never made it to the final cut. But we went to go do an interview, and they had their guys put the winch on. And so when I went to tighten the winch up, all four bolts just fell out. So when I got out of the truck to see what was wrong with the winch after I did get stuck, sounds like my truck. Just bolts falling yeah, out of it, washers literally. hitting the floor. Kind of like Paul Walker when he was using the <laughs> nitrous and just washers started going everywhere. Exactly. Um, so I get out. I'm furious, but you don't want to act a fool on camera. You know, you got to maintain your composure. So I'm like, all right. We, we I don't think I've ever seen you do that. I don't like getting mad. I don't think I've ever seen you I, do it, that. It takes at a, a truck pull anyway, I've never seen you do that. Well, the way I look at it is if the truck's broke, it's broke. Being mad's not going to fix it. Right, right. And then a bit of advice for people who don't already know this. There's kids out there that want to be you competing in truck events because at one time I was that kid. And if they see some dude out there raising cane, acting like a little kid, throwing a fit, they're going to remember that. And they're, guess what? They're not going to want to be you. Stay cool, dude. It's no big deal. I don't care if you throw pistons on the ground. Crankshaft broken into pieces like a china dish. Be cool. Being mad and throwing a fit, slamming the door, busting windows out, that's not going to fix anything. All you're doing is causing more work for yourself later down the road. So just be cool. But anyway, uh, so the bolts are just laying on the ground. So a super winch takes fine thread bolts. A warm winch takes coarse thread bolts. These are coarse thread bolts, so I'm thinking they got in a hurry and they just ran the warm winch bolts up into the super winch. I mean, vice versa, sorry. They went, ran the super winch bolts up into the warm winch. As soon as you tighten it up, it pulled the bolts out. They're laying on the ground. This is wild, like in the finals when you're in the mud pit? Yeah, this is the last the round. And uh, so I was upset. I'm like, if they just left my winch on there, I'd have been out by now. We had already tested it. It worked. Everything was good. And, uh, and the way we found that, because my host was upset because I represented him. Because he was the... No, it one the host passed away. Is that the one that you worked with? Pete, or no? no, that was Pete. Uh... He died in a tragic uh, Baja. I believe it was the. I don't think it was the Baja 1000, but it was. It was in the, in that area in a was razor it crash. long after you on the show? No, it was maybe a couple months after after oh, the God. show. Uh, a wreck, side by side. Jeez. And uh, I believe his daughter was there, but his daughter lived. 
Okay. But um, yeah, my my uh, host was Glenn Flake. Okay. He's actually one of the pioneers for extreme skiing. Oh shoot. Yeah. Okay. He was from the days of like taping a camcorder to the side of your head. Okay. Before got GoPros. It. Back in like Jackass. Yes. Like, okay. Got yeah. it. Got Johnny it. Knoxville days. Yeah. Okay. Like, jumping out of helicopters onto mountains and stuff. Right. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. But uh, yeah, it it you, you don't want to be that guy, but it wasn't my fault the winch broke. But when you actually like lay it down. Because I've had so many people, naysayers, people out of the audience that come up to you and tell you about your truck. Oh, yeah. So many people, you know, with little side, best. little side notes like, hey, do you not know how to put a winch on? I'm like, you don't know the whole story. Because you don't, I hate people. I hate people that make excuses that are like, oh, the reason my truck didn't win is this when clearly. So tell me about this Jason guy that <laughs> basically confessed his eternal love for you. Okay. So, you were talking about crazy girls. Mm-hmm. Guys can actually be more psycho than females. Oh, for sure. Which is which you wouldn't think so, because black girls can be crazy. But guys, guys can, can be, be worse. Guys, when, when I see TikToks of girls, like, flying in airplanes and stuff, and they're out, they say, looking for where guys get their audacity from. Yeah. I can feel that, because... I'm, we're friends. Right. I see stuff guys send girls all the time. Oh, that's and horrible. I'm thinking, what what made you think that was a cool it's, line? It's unbelievable. Like, the box is just mind-blowing. The um, audacity. You're over here looking so, with binoculars. Like, where's that audacity? Oh, my God. Even come it's crazy. So, um, I recently got a four-year relationship, and I got Snapchat. It wasn't, didn't have Snapchat before. Did not get it for the purpose of talking to guys. Just got it to keep up with people, my friends, etc. Well... Okay, I don't know much about Snapchat because I haven't had it for years. Mm-hmm. So, I was, like, going through, figuring stuff out. Well, like, all these people started adding me that I know. Um, so, this one guy that I know, um, we'll call him Jason. Um, he reached out, and uh, he was like, we should go to dinner. And I was like, swerve, but in a nice way. Yeah. Go see him, get pay attention. The next day, he uh, Snapchats me, and he's like, you would look so good with a ring on in my kitchen. And wow, I'm like, that was quick. Y'all no, haven't even been no, to no, dinner no, no. yet. No, we hadn't even been, we hadn't even, like, we haven't even had a full conversation. So, so the whole, like, cliche of, like, like, geez, buy me a drink first, he didn't no, even no, buy the drink. No, honey, we went from base one to base 1,000. It wasn't even, how are you doing you're today? Already, you're already dropping the kids off at school. Yes. Like mm-hmm. literally, we were we went from meeting at a bar to in the nursing home retirement together. Yeah, like there was no in between. He literally was like, you know, you would look so good married to me, and I was like, what? I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but you don't even know how crazy this girl is. <laughs> literally, you haven't even met Karen yet. You have, you've only met Kara. By the way, who those who don't know, we have Kara and Karen. Yes, you got Kara right now, but. Mm-hmm. Karen comes out later. Yeah, Karen gets wild. Um, she asked to see the manager. <laughs> exactly. So he's like straight up, honey, you'll never have to work again. Like okay, you be my baby, baller. you be my baby mama. Shot collar. <laughs> Twenty inch blades on the Impala. Um, he's like, honey, you never have to work again. And I'm not gonna lie, I was mean. Like, well, sometimes I was mean. You got to practice tough love. No, I was mean. Like, oh. I was a 
you're like, get out of my face. Uh-huh. I, w- I was really rude. And mm-hmm. I almost, I was so rude that you I had to feel, shut that down. I kind of feel bad about being so rude. You had to shut that down like our president right. did to the Keystone Pipeline. Yeah, he ruined that. Yeah. Shut we, we, shut, we shut the whole economy down. We did everything. Mm-hmm. We pulled a Joe Biden. We just messed up it all. Shut so, his whole uh, game plan down. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I had like really hurt his feelings. Like I was like, oh God, I kind of feel bad. Well, I think anything that you could say other than yes, take me. Would hurt his feelings. Okay. So it was a lose-lose situation. Wait, wait, wait. All right. Okay. All right, listen. So I thought, I was thinking, oh, God, I hurt his feelings. It's going to hurt relationship, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, it gets better. Um, The next morning, mm-hmm. good morning, beautiful. How are you today? Didn't even phase him. Start over. Refresh. <laughs> All right. Hit the it gets refresh better. Button. It gets better. It gets better. So guess what? Mm-hmm. He does it again that day. Same thing. Second time's the charm. Okay. All right. So once again, Kara's really mean. I mean, again, mm-hmm. it's still going on. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm just, like, what point does no not, like, register? Uh, I feel like some males, uh, it's selective hearing. No doesn't mean no. It means, thank you, try again. Yeah. And then one guy, he reached out and he was like, hey, uh, we should go out. And I didn't know him, but I knew the name, so it was on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have went out with him in the first place, but... It was your middle school teacher. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. But I'm like, he's freaking in a relationship. And so I... I mean Kara, not being Karen, but borderline, mm-hmm. comes out. And I'm like... So he's trying to get overtime. I was like, um, don't you have a girlfriend? Like, what are you doing? Oh, we broke... Shut up. Don't tell me that. I'm not dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm not dumb. She is not dumb. <laughs> IQ of 160. Yeah, it's it's up there. Um, 160 is real high. But anyway, I did not. I did not. I guess I've been sheltered the past four years. I did not realize mm-hmm. how crazy things are out there. Um, uh, guys and girls alike. Oh, they're all crazy. I mean, my gosh, now, it's a jungle out there. I know. I was at the bar the other day. My my one of my best friends, the bartender, and this guy was trying to hit on me, and she was like, "Kara, you were so mean to him." And I was like, What'd I didn't. Say? I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't oh, wow. mean. She doesn't know. I didn't mean to be mean, but it's just like it just don't, out. If you don't get the point and you keep on, yeah, I'm gonna be mean. Well, at least you're not one of these girls that I, I've seen this, and I can count on one hand how many times I've bought drinks for girls. And you could say that's why I'm single, but also got a good savings account. Well, you have escorts, people trying to buy you drinks. That's true. So I'm working the system. You, you're at the top. You passed. You passed them all. You're, you're up here. We're, we're at a peak right now. Yeah, yeah. You got you got the system figured out. Uh, I'm the I'm the uh, Jordan Belfort of the system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've got it working for us. But uh, I'll see my buddies buy girls drinks, and these girls will be just laughing at all their jokes that really aren't that funny. It'll be around all that. I can see they're mesmerized by their charisma. Yeah. I can see from a distance. That they're just trying to get drinks. Oh God! Because girls be drinking expensive drinks. Oh, like if it ain't from Anheuser Busch, I ain't drinking at any bar in America. The most no, the, expensive. No, this is mean cold. We go to like a brewery, and we're like, so what's the closest thing to Michelob? Yeah, I need mean, um, like a. You, y'all have Bush beer here. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get like a light. Or even beer. better than that, they'll be like, we had this IPA. I'm like, all right, I'm already out. I don't, I don't even have to heard, taste it. I'm already out. They're over here trying to sell me on how exotic and organic their beer is. I'm like, dude. It tastes like eating a freaking grain of straw. Like, it, it here, feels, it tastes like you're eating straw. They're trying to sell it to me like it's a like it's a European car. They're like, well, this car, I mean, sorry, this beer 
This beer was brewed in October. Uh, it was made with real tree bark from real trees. Yeah, and it tastes like a freaking tree. Um, and we actually harvested oil from orcas in the Atlantic <laughs> and mixed that in with the tree bark to make what we like it's to call true. the shamu. It is true. And I'm like, you could call it bird pee. <laughs> I'm not going to drink so it. nasty. But people love it. And I think, so here's my philosophy on craft beer. I will drink Gatorade or water, which you should anyway, until before that. That's, ugh. So I, my theory with craft beer, is that Santa? <laughs> so, long story short, IPAs and all craft beer suck uh, Anheuser-Busch. We need to like a sponsor for truck tools. Uh, I'm looking for like Monster, uh, Monster, because they sponsor anybody with like a skateboard. So we got a cool podcast. Yeah, I'm doing mullet now. Doing mullet and, uh, I mean, who doesn't love a good mullet? Billy Ray, Miley, hey Miley Cyrus, hit us up. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, next time, join us, guys. Have a good one. Tune back in next week. Um, we need to talk next time. We need to talk about football for weekend. We had a big truck pull, and we're going to football for weekend was lit. I know. So next week, we're going to talk about that. So tune back in. Bye. Peace out. Have fun at your brewers this weekend. Drinking IPAs. We don't drink those rounds. Yeah. Uh-uh.